Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about draining down your pool. I'll give you some tips on draining the pool down, whether you're draining it down to lower cyanuric acid, or if you're draining it down to do an acid wash or a chlorine wash. So I'll give you some helpful tips on actually draining your pool water down. This episode of the Pool Guy Podcast Show is brought to you by Jobber. Jobber is your business's command center. The easy-to-use app powers your sales, operations, and customer service all in one place. Go check them out at getjobber.com forward slash im forward slash pool to receive 20% off your first six months. The first question I'll address is how do you actually drain the water out of the pool? And I get this question often, and some people think that you can actually just close off the pool skimmer, and then you would just use the main drain with the filter, backwash open, and drain the pool out that way. Um, that's probably not advisable for a number of reasons, the first one being... Um, you know, you, you don't want to really use your equipment to do this because you have to keep an eye on it. And if it does get to the bottom, um, it could suck air and burn out your pump. Or the skimmer may not be able to be closed off completely. So there's a lot of uh, things that this could things that could go wrong with draining it using your current equipment. The best way to do this is to either purchase or rent what's called a sump pump or a submersible pump. And a lot of manufacturers sell these. You can rent one at Home Depot to drain down the pool. It's basically a waterproof pump that you would drop into the bottom of the pool. You would attach a hose to one end of the pump. Uh, Typically, um, if you're draining a pool down, I highly recommend using a standard uh, 50-foot pool hose and attach it to the sump pump. You can also get sump pumps that use a garden hose to drain it down, which takes pretty much forever. You definitely want to use a 1.5 inch hose to speed up the process because a garden hose would probably take, you know, 20 plus hours, whereas a sump pump with a one and a half inch hose will take about six to eight hours at the most, sometimes shorter, depending on the horsepower of the sump pump that you rent. Typically, half horsepower, three four horse, three fourth horsepower are the typical sizes of the sump pumps that are effective. One fourth horsepower is probably not as effective as a higher horsepower sump pump you want to go for kind of gallons per minute to drain the pool down pretty rapidly so that you can get it ready for either the acid wash chlorine wash or if you're draining it out for a refill to lower the cyanuric acid level um, the higher horsepower sump pump is definitely recommended and i also recommend getting a sump pump with a 25 foot cord they do sell them at a lot of suppliers you can order them directly online i know that superior pumps i filmed their particular sump pumps and their products come with a 25-foot cord, which is kind of essential because if you throw the pump down in a deep end, usually it's about 6 to 8 feet deep. So right right there, you're already at your 10-foot cord limit. So you don't want to have the cord in the water itself. And if you have a shorter cord that leaves you draining the pool down in the shallow end and then moving the pump as the water gets lower, which takes too much babysitting. So 
basically get a 25 foot cord um, attached to some pump when you order one or rent one then you can just plug it in um, to a GFI outlet and not worry about moving the pump uh, around in the pool so that the 10 foot cord doesn't get water in it and if you're going to be draining pools down as part of your living in other words if you're doing pool service and you're going to drain pools down that have high cyanuric acid or for an acid wash or chlorine wash you definitely want to invest in a good sump pump I know a lot of guys are using really old cast iron pumps where the bottom is all rusted out and they'll duct tape you know a chlorine tablet lid onto the bottom to prevent rust stains from attaching to the deck of the pool as it's working in there and draining the water down. I just recommend investing in a really good sump pump. Some have raised plastic a base so that you don't have to worry about it rusting out. I like the stainless steel or the cast iron ones. They seem to last a lot longer than the plastic ones. Of course you won't want an automatic shutoff so that once the water gets down to the bottom, usually about two and a half or three inches, um, it'll turn off by itself. You don't have to worry about um, going back to the account, turning off your pump so that it doesn't burn out. So definitely those are some of the features you're looking for in the sump pump. One that turns off automatically when the water level gets to two or three inches and one that's heavy duty that's going to last a long time. And also one that has a base that's not going to leave rust stains on the pool surface as you're draining it out. So definitely look for that. And if you have a really old sump pump, it's definitely worth getting rid of it and investing in a more modern one so that you're not going to actually stain uh, the surface as you're draining the pool down. And I'm guilty of this too. I know that in the industry, a lot of pool guys don't like throwing anything away. My backyard is full of old motors and pumps. A half of them don't even work, but I just don't throw them out and I've seen pool guys some pumps that are just totally um, I don't know what the word would be definitely past the use cycle and they're still using them because they don't want to get rid of it um, it's definitely worth just getting rid of it and getting something that's not going to stain so I'm not being critical of anyone I've, I do the same thing I keep my equipment probably past its lifespan a lot of the times also but when it comes to the sump pump I always make sure that I have one that's operational that's not going to stain the pool and that's in good working order because the last thing you want to do is drop a sump pump in a pool, get back to the next day and realize that you know half the water is still in there because the sump pump stopped working. It tripped the GFI or there was a problem with it. So definitely it's a good investment to have one that's working good and I would definitely replace them often so that you don't, you don't run into a situation where the sump pump is not working. And then as far as the hoses go, I wouldn't use a cheap uh, vinyl backwash hose because uh, more than likely it's going to either pop off during the process or tear somewhere out in the customer's yard or it's going to have some kind of other problem or may kink up and then the sump pump overheats and turns itself off. So definitely invest in a good pool hose to drain a pool. I use the smoothbore pool hose, the vacuum pools, and I also use the uh, smooth bore pool hose to drain a pool and all you need is a 50 foot hose maybe another uh, smaller hose 25 foot or another 50 foot hose and then you would use the Hayward hose connector it's a little plastic piece that connects the hoses together and if you need a part number for the Hayward hose connector it's the AXV092 and it's an automatic pool cleaner hose connector but it works fine with the standard one and a half inch pool hoses to connect two together and then you would just use the metal clamps that you tighten down with a 
a screwdriver or socket wrench to make sure that they're tightly clamped together. And then now here's the question, where do you put the water once you're draining a pool down? What you don't want, where you don't want to put the water is directly out into the street. I know a lot of guys will do this. In California, it's a $10,000 fine if you're draining a pool directly into the street, especially if you're draining a green pool into the street. Other areas, um, maybe 5000 I know that Houston is like a $5,000 fine. So you definitely don't want to drain the water out directly to the street. You want to find the sewer line on the property. This can be hard to locate in some cases. Sometimes you can find it right away. In some cases, the sewer line is usually by a bathroom if it's an older house outside. It's usually black and it has a cap that you can get use a wrench to get off. Sometimes it's by the kitchen sink area. Um, in my house, it's a newer house. It was built in 2005 or 2003 and it, the sewer line is actually in the garage. There's a metal cap and you have to unscrew it and then the sewer line is located um, almost in the center of the garage which is kind of weird but that's where they put the sewer line for my house. And um, if you can't find the sewer line, um, you can drain the pool down but you know it's going to go into the street so you want to be very cautious and um, you know, there's liability involved in draining a pool down into the street. Like I mentioned, if the city were to come by, they would definitely find the homeowner or find you for draining it into the street. Um, worst case scenario, if there's a washer and dryer in the garage or if there's a laundry room not inside the house, you can actually use the, the waste line where the washing machine is connected and drain a pool down into the washing machine's waste line. Usually that line is clear. And it's not going to cause any problems, um, but I wouldn't recommend using that line if it's in the house itself. In the garage, you just take the, the line out of the, from the uh, washing machine, and then you can stick the pool hose in there and drain it out to the washing machine line. But chances are you can find the sewer sewer line. You just got to look for it. It's got to be somewhere on the side of the house. Um, in my case, it's in the garage. And if the homeowner ever had a drain cleaned out um, that was clogged up to the main line, he would know where the sewer line is at. Um, so again, that's probably the hardest part is finding the actual sewer line on the property to drain the pool properly into the sewer line. If you just use a drain line in the backyard, chances are that's going to lead somewhere into the street and a neighbor probably gonna, is probably going to call saying there's a leak or something and chances are the city will show up and fine you for that. And there's a lot of reasons why they don't want you draining into the street but just be aware that the best practice is to drain it into a sewer line. You also don't want to drain it directly into the dirt around the pool. Um, you know, there's very little chance of the pool popping out if you're draining a pebble tech or plaster pool. And I guess I should have said this in the beginning, is that you don't want to drain a fiberglass or vinyl pool. If your fiberglass pool has a problem and you need to drain some water out of it, you definitely want to call a fiberglass pool expert to assess it and see if it can be drained down. You can partially drain it probably halfway if you're lowering down the cyanuric acid, but you really don't want to drain a drop-in fiberglass pool because the walls could collapse or it could pop out of the ground because unlike a regular pool where there's a lot of weight to it from all the rebar and all the, um, the gunite, there's really nothing holding in the fiberglass pool but the water and the weight of that water. For a vinyl pool, the same thing. If you drain a vinyl pool down, chances are the vinyl, the vinyl liner will stretch and it'll pull out of the wall. 
And basically at this point you're going to need to have a new liner put in because they can't fix that when that happens. So we don't want to drain down a vinyl pool or a fiberglass pool all the way down. If Again, if you have a drop-in fiberglass pool, uh, talk to the manufacturer of that pool and they can advise you on what to do if you need to do if you do need to drain that pool down. And I'm going to pause here for a second and I mentioned Jobber at the beginning of the podcast. And if you're interested in trying Jobber for your business but you're not sure if it's a right fit for your particular type of service business, the good thing about Jobber is that it comes with a two-week trial. So you can try it for two weeks to see if it fits your business. And if not, you don't have to continue with the software. And another great benefit of the trial is that you don't even have to give your credit card number to try it for the first two weeks. They also have their support team that will help you out during your trial period to make sure that you're able to use the software for your business. So definitely give it a try. And it's not going to cost you any money to try it out for the first two weeks. And you can find a link that will take you over to Jobber in the description. As far as a plaster Pebbletick pool popping out, it's extremely rare for it to pop out. Um, the only time it's going to pop out is when the ground underneath the pool is highly saturated with water and the pool is empty and then it could happen. And what I mean by highly saturated, I mean you're going to need like four to six inches of, of rain within a short period of time with the pool empty for this to actually happen. So areas like maybe Texas or Florida where you can get a rainstorm with like six inches of rain in 10 hours and you have an empty fiber, uh, empty, uh, sorry, empty pebble tech or plaster pool, um, there's a possibility of this happening. Again, it's still even, it's even rare in that case. Um, but when you're draining a pool, and if you drain the water right around the pool into the dirt, that's going to really saturate the ground. You know, you got 20,000 gallons of water going right into the dirt around the pool. And this could, this could actually get the ground wet enough to where um, when the pool is empty, it could pop out. In some regions like Florida, the pool builders will actually put in um, hydrostatic relief plugs into the bottom of the pool and they advise you to remove at least one of these plugs if you drain down a pool in those regions that have the um, hydrostatic plugs in there and basically what this does is it relieves it allows the any water in the ground under the pool to actually enter the pool and not actually pop the pool out um, so yeah if you have these in the pool that you're draining you can open them and take them out just a word of caution sometimes you can remove one of these plugs and not be able to get it back in properly and then you're going to have a, a leak of course in the pool so you may not need to take them out i mean if, if you're in a region where you're worried about um, the water under the pool there being water under the pool that could cause the pool to pop up then you want to pull the plug out but i've had a few guys in the group pull these plugs out of the pools in florida and not be able to get them back in properly so definitely um, it's up to you if you want to actually pull one out if you need to. Bottom line, rule of thumb, you're not going to have any problems with the pool popping out unless there's a lot of water in the ground um, because look at the physics of it. The pool is pretty heavy um, with the gunite and all that weight of the, of the uh, plaster or pebble tech and unless there's a, a lot of water under the ground saturating it, the pool is really heavy. It's not going to pop out. It's extremely rare in California uh, for this to happen. We don't have a lot of areas where the ground is saturated. Uh, in Florida, it may be more common to have groundwater that the ground that's very saturated. So that's why in those regions they put the um, hydrostatic plugs in the pools. Uh, and if you're really worried about the pool popping out, then I definitely would recommend having someone else do it. If you're a homeowner and you're going to do your own draining of the pool, 
call a professional to look at it and see what they think about it. But again, like I stated, for a pool to pop out is extremely rare. We don't worry about that here in California. I wouldn't worry about it in Arizona or Nevada. Um, we drain pools all the time. When the pool is being built, it's probably when you have the most danger of the pool popping out because the full weight of the plaster is not in there yet. You just have the gunite and rebar. And so if you get a, a huge rainstorm while you're building a pool, I would imagine that would be the more dangerous scenario than actually draining a pool. Um, in most cases, you can drain a pool down and fill it up within a day or two with no problems. Uh, one caution, I also mentioned this in the Acid Wash podcast, is that you don't want to drain a pool down and leave it empty in 90 plus degree weather because the sun could actually damage the older plaster, could cause cracking and chipping of the plaster, which you won't notice until you fill the pool back up. And then you're going to notice that the plaster is chipping or cracked because the sun actually damaged the empty pool um, if you leave it empty for a few days. Um, this is very common. I had a pool here where they drained it and left it empty for over a week, maybe two weeks, because they were patching some rebar that came through the pool bottom. And why they did that, um, I'm not sure why they left it empty so long. Um, but I noticed that once they refilled it, there was a lot of chipping around the step areas of the pool and on the sides because they had left it empty for a couple weeks and it was pretty warm out at that time. So a word of caution, if you are draining a pool down, um, don't drain it down when it's going to be you know, 100 degrees that week. It's definitely not a good thing to do for the plaster or pebble tech. And also, I also cautioned in the acid wash video, and I'll mention it here again too, that if you are thinking about draining a pool down for an acid wash, and if the plaster already has chips or cracks in it, or if the pebble tech is really old and the pebbles are coming off of the surface, you do not want to do an acid wash on this pool because you're going to cause more chipping and cracking and you're going to cause more pebble tech damage. So it's time to resurface the pool at that point. And you can refer to the podcast I did on acid washing tips to get more um, pointers on acid washing a pool. So I go back to the pop out. I don't want to discount it entirely. You're going to hear a lot of terms about a high water table in your region and that's when you don't want to drain the pool down. Again, it's regional, so areas that get a lot of water and rain that can be absorbed in the soil are the ones that have to worry about the pool popping out. It's kind of funny that I spend so much time on something that rarely happens, but it's one of the major concerns, the pool popping out on you while you drain it down. I did an acid wash here, and the homeowner was extremely nervous about his pool popping out, and I was almost laughing because his whole backyard is completely cement, and there's, there's no dirt at all, so... Um, it's got even extra weight to it. So um, it's not a major concern. I wouldn't worry about it. Um, I'll talk about partial draining the pool down to lower down the cyanuric acid level. So if you have a high cyanuric acid level and you're wondering how much water to remove from the pool to lower it down, um, it's pretty simple. Um, it's like a rule of thumb here also. So if you have a 20,000 gallon pool and your cyanuric acid level is 200 parts per million, you would drain half the pool down, and that would lower it down to 100 parts per million. So it's pretty simple mathematics. How do you know how big your pool is? You have to take measurements. And how do you know how far to drain it? Um, that's kind of also guesswork because, you know, it's kind of an illusion sometimes with the pool, the deep end and the shallow end. Um, a rule of thumb, basically, here in California, if you drain the pool down about three or four feet, you drain about half the pool down in most cases because of the deep end being six and a half feet or seven feet deep. Um, but it varies by region. 
the best thing I can tell you if you have a pool with high stearic acid and you have a regular plaster or pebble tech pool, I would just drain all the water out. And if it's due for an acid wash, I would have them do an acid wash because there's a lot of science behind the fact that even if you drain the pool down partially or completely, the high cyanuric acid can actually stay in the plaster itself. And the, the people that do the, um, what they call that, yeah, the companies that do the reverse osmosis where they actually drain the pool and refill it with fresh water using a giant truck with a tank that filters the water out, which is, by the way, is very effective. Um, they mentioned that one of the shows that the cyanuric acid actually stays on the pool plaster in a lot of cases. And the only way to get that out is by actually acid washing the surface to remove the cyanuric acid. But um, it may not happen in your case. Uh, it, I would say draining a pool all the way down and refilling it, you pretty much are going to get rid of the cyanuric acid. I think in some cases, if the level is like three or 400 parts per million, um, this may be the case. Um, so definitely drain it down all the way. Partial drains are good. If you have high salt in the pool, of course, let's say you test your salt and it's at like 5,000 parts per million because maybe you put salt in and you thought your salt system wasn't working and you kept adding salt, which happens a lot. Um, partial draining the pool also dilutes the salt. And again, two or three feet of water um, usually will do the trick in that case also and get, get, the, get the salt out and add more fresh water to the pool because the salt won't evaporate. The cyanuric acid won't evaporate out of the pool. So the only way to get rid of the cyanuric acid and the salt in the pool is actually to drain the water out and refill with fresh water to dilute the cyanuric acid or dilute the salt in the water. I think the bottom line here is if you're a homeowner, if you are if you do pool service and someone asks you to drain your pool down or a customer asks you to drain their pool and you don't feel comfortable doing it, definitely refer it out to someone who does this for a living that drains pools down all the time, that can do it properly. They can find the sewer line to drain it into. They're not going to drain it into the streets. So you don't get a ticket for, you know, $10,000. Um, you just, you just want to find someone that can actually do the work properly. They, they have the right sump pump that's not going to stain the pool surface. They know how when to drain the pool down and when not to drain the pool down. And if you're just starting out, you don't want to be doing this. If you're starting out in the business and you're unfamiliar with this, um, refer out the job until you get a better qualified to do this. And if you're a homeowner and you're thinking about draining your pool down, I would suggest hiring a pool professional um, with the equipment to drain it down for you. It's worth paying someone to do it. And if you're worried about the water bill, you know, typically in California, if you drain a 15,000-gallon pool, you're looking at maybe $80 to $100 in water. And, you know, that's in a state where everything's pretty expensive. So other states, I bet it's even less to drain a pool down in California, with maybe the exception of Arizona and Nevada that have water restrictions. But just about, you know, the cost of the water. The water is the cheapest thing you can do with your pool, so... If your cyanuric acid level is high, draining some of the water down and refilling it is probably the cheapest way to lower the cyanuric acid level in the pool. And by doing that, you're going to, of course, use less chemicals and your pool is going to be much easier to balance. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about the cost of water also. People are paranoid about draining their pool down because they feel that they're going to pay, you know, three or $400 to refill it. But that's not the case. And one last caution, when you go to refill the pool, a lot of times um, if you're on well water, like in my area in California, my water is actually pretty good. Other areas may have a lot of metals or impurities in the water. 
and you can refill the pool with a um, pre-fill filter. Uh, Pleatco makes one, Filber makes one. If you're looking for probably the best one, and it's pretty expensive, it's like $500, it's the one made by Seulator. They're the ones that make the metal eliminator kit, um, the little bag that eliminates the metal. But they've made a filter with the same element in there that removes metals as you're filling the pool. Again, that's pretty expensive. It's like $500 for that uh, pre-fill filter from Seulator. The Pleatco and the Filber one are like, you know, 60 bucks or something. Um, definitely worth using that when you refill the pool. That way you're not putting a lot of metals in. And I definitely recommend putting a metal sequestering agent in the pool after you fill it. Uh, Jack's Magic Magenta or Pink Stuff are a good, a good idea. Uh, I would add a quart per 10,000 gallons. So if you have a 20,000 gallon pool, you want to add two quarts of the Jack's Magic in there. And that helps sequester the metal. And if you're really worried about it, you can definitely get a Seulator 4.0 and put it in your pump basket for six for 60 days, and that will eliminate any metals that go back in the pool when you refill it. So just a word of caution in certain areas when you refill the pool, you'll be introducing metals back into the water, uh, depending on your fill water, and definitely use like a pre-fill filter um, that you can attach to the garden hose uh, when you fill up the pool to prevent a lot of the metals or impurities from going back into the water. The last thing you want to do is drain the pool and refill it with water that has metals in it. So keep that in mind. You'll know your area basically by the fact that, um, you know, the metals content of your area, you're probably familiar with it based on if you filled your pool before. And um, you can call your city and they can ask them about it too. But a pre-fill filter is not a bad idea to eliminate impurities and metals from going back in right after you drain it. This podcast is also brought to you by InYourPools.com. Inyo Pools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts in 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have the parts delivered right to your door. So those are some tips on draining a pool down, whether you're draining it down to lower the cyanuric acid level or salt level or getting it ready for an acid wash or chlorine wash. Um, definitely those are the cautions you need to be aware of when you drain a pool down. And if you need more help as far as um, your pool care, once you refill it, Definitely check out my website, swimmingprolearning.com. I have an ebook for sale for $9.99, and I have a lot of helpful web pages on my website also. And if you're in the service industry and you're looking for more help with your business, definitely check out my coaching site. Um, you can learn more about my coaching program there at poolguycoaching.com. There's a lot of great benefits from joining the coaching program, as well as texting me in real time and calling me. I can definitely help you with any problems you run into out there in the field. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy skimmer everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app